I think everyone should know that yesterday I was fooled twice by clocks that were not reset. One of them was my own. No, it is still not corrected. Oh my gosh. AJ and McCaw on VFX. The funny one is the one that got me the first time was uh, McCaw complained about it yesterday. It was the, the break room clock in our yeah. conference room. And I was talking to producer Butters back in his office and I was like, all right, I'm going to go home. And I left and I walked by the clock. And I was like, there's no way it's three o'clock. I did the same thing. I got done at the gym yesterday. Shout out to Camilla, the sports academy that kicked my butt. I got done, went and picked up my groceries, went and picked up some stuff for the house. And I, it couldn't have been like a half an hour after I got done at the gym that it took me to do all of that stuff. I get in the car. My car clock says it's 430. Upon which I'm like, what the what? It can't be 4.30. I have to go home and make dinner. I still yeah. have to stop and go get chicken food so that my chickens don't die. Oh, that reminds me. I didn't feed them yesterday. Wow. So even if you have food, McCall, if you don't feed them, they're probably not going to make it. It's okay. They're free roaming. So there's like plenty of food for them to like actually eat. Just FYI. It's just not chicken scratch. Just FYI. Anyways, I immediately changed my clock because I was on the phone with Dustin. and was like, is it really 4.30? like, no, McCall, it's daylight savings time, and clearly you haven't changed your clock. And it's like, yep, changing that right now. <laughs> Not uh, even a full day, and all of my clocks are changed to the right time, because it drives stick me it out. Stick bonkers. it out with the car clock. Though I no. looked at this morning, I was like, I probably should change this, because I, I think we've all had that, right? I don't know if it's necessarily clock-related, but you wake up, and you're like, maybe look at the clock wrong, or... You just glance like, oh my gosh, and you have that heart attack that you're late, and then you realize, oh no, it's Saturday, or oh no, I looked at the clock wrong. Yeah, I wish that could have happened to me this morning, but it didn't, because I woke up and it was actually the time that I thought it was, <laughs> and I was late. I have a great clock story, I'll share this real fast. So back in high school, a buddy of mine, two of my friends slept over at one's house, and we had a competition next day, it was a Saturday. Mm -hmm. So we are going to get on a bus, go to, it was a concert band thing, I don't remember where we were going, but we had to leave, right? So... They stay up late, as as kids do on a Friday night, and uh, sleep. So next day, I'm competition. We play the same instrument. or We're at, at the bus stop getting ready to leave. We're at the school, and we're like, hey, where's where's Corey and Jeff? Where's Corey and Jeff? Where's Corey and Jeff? And apparently we're like, oh, there they are. We see them speed around the corner. They get on the bus, and they tell us a story. So apparently what happened is Corey set the alarm clock on his phone, but it didn't go off. And so how they woke up is Corey came downstairs groggy mm -hmm. and was like, Jeff, get up. We, we got to go today. And Jeff was kind of like sort of waking up and immediately sits up and goes, does that say 1030? Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, 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 no. And he checks the phone and goes, oh, and they just sprint out of the house going like 80 down the main street in the town. Oh, it was hilarious. One of my favorite stories still to the state from high school. Yeah, I have stories. plenty. I have plenty of morning stories like that because <gasps> before I worked in radio, I sucked at mornings, and even now I work in radio and I still suck at mornings. That time change from Italy has helped me a little bit. Yeah, go to bed at an unreasonable time now, but I'm up early. Yeah, that's good. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> if you went to bed early, that means you got to get caught up on the 411, which McCall has for us coming up in uh, less than 10 minutes. You are correct. Ariana Grande again. talking about what? I said again. Duh. Ariana Grande talking about therapy. Uh, Nicki Minaj breaking records, which is really, really cool. And Halsey is thanking people. Okay, so we'll find yeah. out. What the heck all of that means coming up right around 
11. McCall's 411 every hour on the 11s. It is Tuesday morning. And yes, if your clock's not reset, it is 6.03. AJ McCall with you on VFX. Now we've done gossip news. Yep. And we've done news news. Yep. Now it's time for personal news. Because McCall got asked a, uh, got offered a position. A couple of weird positions. That I don't think exists anymore. Uh, no. No. It takes me back to my days in school. I don't know. I'm skeptical. Maybe I'm a cynic, though. We'll find out what you think. McCall will update us on this personal news after NF in about seven minutes. So, McCall, what's happening in your life? Oh, AJ you know. McCall at VFX. Well, I worked on my house yesterday and this last weekend, and I got messages from weird people. <laughs> None of those things out of the ordinary, so. Yeah. Still just not a, anything unexpected day yet. Day in the life of McCall. So here's what happened. Here's, here's where the issue comes. I got this message a while back uh, about... Starring in a in a movie, they asked me if I wanted to star in this like amateur film. Calls so I was it like, big time. I, I <laughs> no. Can I say emphasis on amateur film? Yeah, emphasis on that. And I was like, no, <laughs> thank you, flattered, no. And I just never responded. Well, like I didn't follow this person, and right. this person didn't really like follow me. Then all of a sudden this person followed me and so then the messages popped up in my, not in requests anymore, right. just in actual messages. So this conversation goes a little bit, something something along this. Hello. Ha ha hi. <laughs> Random, you're going to ask me to be H's. in a... 45 H's. Yeah. Hi. Ha ha hi. Hi. Uh, I know, uh, let me see, let me see if I can find it. Because I don't want to, I'm not going to read it verbatim because I don't know who this is i have no idea absolutely zero idea who this is which is fine i don't normally like i don't have a problem with people sending me messages it doesn't bother me until it gets weird which normally happens i think pretty quickly oh and i hate that oh my god is the message gone the message is gone yeah. now it's getting weirder the message is gone don't worry i screenshotted it I just have to find it now. So anyway, the message goes something along the lines of this. Hi. Uh, and I said, hello. And they said, I know that you're on the radio. And I said, okay, cool. Better start than most. They did pay attention to what you right, do for you work. Right, you can check it out on my on my thing. And he, they, I don't know who it is, send a message that says, so I've seen posts on your Facebook page, on VFX's Facebook page, that says... You get messages from random strangers that want to be more than friends. And I just want you to know I'm not looking for that. My guard is down. He has convinced me. He or she or they or have they, convinced I, me. I don't, I don't know. So I didn't respond. I left it for a minute because I was like, I think it was when we were at lunch with listeners that this mm -hmm. message came through and they said, I want to be upfront and say, this is not the intention to pursue that type of relationship. I'm simply looking for a pen pal and e friend. Okay. And then they responded with, I hope that's okay. Being polite at least. And I just said, what does that mean? 
pen pals the the buzz buzz phrase that gets me. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I said I I I don't know what that means, and they responded with, "Well, it means getting to know each other virtually, like a virtual friend." You. And then I kind of got weirded out by that because usually when people are saying virtual friend, it's not necessarily a friend that they're looking for. Because, you know, being straight up up front saying, I'm not actually looking for a relationship like that. That's not my intention. Normally kind of a weird. He's just, just trying to just let you know, call. I am not creepy. Anyway, they said we should get to know each other. And I said, well, I don't even know who you are. And they said, that's the whole point. And I said, okay, so what's your name? And they responded. And the first message said Jared. And then the message got unsent. And so I hate that you can do that on Instagram, by the way. I hate that. Yes. So they send it and then they say that it unsent and then you can't see what they said initially. Anyway. And then they said, Katrina. (laughs) And they said, and your name's McCall. Good. (laughs) Thank you. Glad you found that. (laughs) To which I responded, is it Jared or is it Christina? And now apparently they have blocked me or whatever. I can't see the message. The message is gone. It's gone. So maybe McCall won't get a pen pal. My question is, pen pals still exist. Is that McCall's still a thing? obviously skeptical and I'm rightfully I'm skeptical, so. skeptical. When it comes to like internet pen pals, yeah. that's weird. How can you not be cynical at this point? There's always scams and stuff. I'm like, eh, whatever. Fake person. Yeah. You are a robot. Yeah. So I'll be your pen pal. Just send me $1,000. That's normally how it goes. With the internet, it's easy to access anyone right. across the world. Right. But people have ruined the internet with scams and such. So do pen pals still exist? I remember doing them in school. I have a creepy pen pal story to what? McCall. It's not mine, though. Okay. Involves a family member and the location of said pen pal. Weird. Okay, cool. Uh, you'll decide which one's creepy. Yours with the dealings in the internet constantly... My grandma's pen pal. So it oh, was. weird. I'll tell you what happened. Like eight minutes. Say Jay McCall at VFX. Pen pals. Are they a thing? Or Dude. with the internet, is it just cynicism now that I'm like, scam? Scam? Yes. AJ McCall at VFX. It's not like uh, we've always been the smoothest of conversationalists. Maybe he's just awkward, McCall. You're a pretty lady. I've said that before. Thank you. The changing of the names thing, though, is what you're like, up oh, there's my cynicism confirmed. Well, and the, the whole thing was skeptical. So in case you missed it, I got a message on Instagram. Gosh, it's probably been two months ago that I got this message. And it was from somebody that I didn't know. I didn't follow the account. The account didn't follow me. And so I just got this random message that came through and it said something along the lines of... We want you to star in our amateur film, to which I was like, that's weird. Did I respond? No. That's weird. It's just weird. So I just assumed maybe they would just leave it. And because I don't know what kind of an amateur film they're looking at. I don't know if this is something that's going to go to Sundance. I don't know if this is something that's going to go to a completely different route that we're not going to discuss. I don't know. Bless you, McCall, for at least having the optimism. Maybe, maybe it'll go to a film festival. Yeah. Well, Maybe. exactly. I'm like, I have zero idea what they're what they're talking about. So I just didn't respond. And then they responded back and they just said hello. And we kind of carried on this awkward conversation to which at the end was like, I know I've seen, which freaks me out a little bit because, again, 
I don't know who this is, but they send me a message and they say, I've seen on VFX's Facebook page that there are weird people, weird guys requesting you, um, reaching out to you basically. And I want you to know I'm not like that. I'm not looking for anything. Let's see. I want to be upfront and say it's not my intent to pursue that type of relationship. I'm simply looking for a pen pal, an e-friend. I hope that's okay. So I was like, yeah, okay. Like, sure, we can be friends. Like, you can send me messages if you need help or something like that. But I don't know what this is. I don't know where this is going. And then they responded. They're like, well, it's like a virtual friend. And I'm just looking for a virtual friend. And that still kind of freaks me out. So maybe I'm cynical, but uh, pin pals, I remember doing it at grade school. Right. But the one that got me is my grandma had a pin pal when I was in, I think, about middle school. Mm-hmm. Pin pal was in prison. So yeah, I don't think okay. necessarily an uncommon thing, but she no, wrote back and forth with this stranger she did not know in prison. And it turned out stranger was a pretty good artist. So she sent pictures to him of uh, my family, which oh, he drew, no. and he did a good job. The thing, though, was... You know, and maybe I'm being a little judgmental, but you're sending pictures of us to someone who's convicted felon. Right. And you don't know what their conviction yeah. is. You yeah. don't know why they're... About them. And, and again, we're not... Obviously, we're trying not to be judgmental about this, but I can understand because... Didn't you say your, your mom was mad about it? Right? Oh, yeah. It was... Uh, weirded out, like, uncomfortable. Uncomfortable, is, I think, as far as I would go. Well, and I, I think I would... I get that. I think if someone were to send pictures of my kids, if I had kids, but if someone were to send pictures of my kids to this random prison pen pal, I would be freaked out by it. Yes. I would be more than freaked out by it. I've never had a pen pal. Never. One of these days, McCall, one of those people won't be super creepy and then you'll have a pen pal. I'm going to tell you the answer to that is no, thank you. Because when it comes to pen pals, when it comes to that, it still freaks me out. (laughs) Mostly because I did, I've done a lot of research. um, And again, this is going to make me sound less trusting of people because I am, because I just am. But after like going to Guatemala and learning all of the things that happen like in Guatemala and being friends with my friend that, that does a lot of things with Rafa House, which is a uh, like a human trafficking uh, victims, like a like a safe house, and learning all of these things, pen pals freak me out. I don't think they exist anymore. I don't think there's a possibility for them to exist anymore, because a lot of people are skeptical about it. The, the, the internet makes you cynical. The internet makes you cynical because everybody's scamming everybody. Well, it's true. No, I'm not going to pay for your operation. Do pen pals still exist? That Utah's VFX, all social media. We have Aggies tickets we're going to be giving away. We're going to play Florida or not. That cue to call comes up right about 6.50. So be listening so you can team up with me. 435-787-0945, the number to call. Be listening. I'll tell you when to do it. Coming up in just a few minutes. This Friday, the Aggies take on Hartford. we got a pair of tickets for you. If, if, if you can beat Florida or not. Yeah. AJ and McCall VFX. So headlines, please, McCall. For the most part, it's simple. <laughs> that means it's not. You're right. An employee got sent home after being late. 
but instead went to a different McDonald's that he worked at and robbed the place in his uniform. Kane? I think this is an inside job. I can't be sure, but the uniform kind of makes it obvious. Guy fakes his own kidnapping to get drug money from his parents. Haven't we all? And, and, guy posts on Facebook that he is planning a robbery and then goes to rob the store and gets caught because, hello, oh he gosh. posted a selfie with it. The internet may may, be, may make me cynical about McCall's pin pal, pin pal aspirations, <laughs> but it has certainly helped us stumble uh, upon those dumb criminals. Yeah. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. Pair of tickets to the Aggies basketball team in action this Friday, if we can figure out which stories from Florida. McCall says it's simple, which means it's not, anything but. It's not simple for Florida, not on VFX with AJ and McCall. <sighs> Pair of Aggies tickets, dumb criminals. Let's go at this. But here, before we get to that, let me just ask you: You think that this pen pal thing for McCall? You think it's uh, legit? Or you think it's someone just trying to hit on McCall? I think there might be a small, like, like group of people around the entire world, like, you know, a small percentage of people that want to do it, like, would they really want to do it? Right. But for the most part, the answer is no. I've had plenty of friends get scammed that way. Yep. Oh, there you go, McCall. Cynicism, correct. Now, Aaron's at the mindset that he's skeptical, he's doubting the world. That's perfect mindset for Florida. Beautiful. Okie dokie. So story number one, a McDonald's employee was sent home on Thursday because he was late. But instead of going home, he went a couple of blocks to a different McDonald's and robbed the place. And the cops caught him that next day because he was still wearing his McDonald's outfit. Why would you not change? Dude, he got $1,500. (laughs) And he got fired. Well, yeah. Hot dang! Okay, there's story number one. Story number two, a guy faked his own kidnapping to get drug money from his parents, and his parents actually called in, and or they, they videoed the whole thing. So once the parents looked at the video footage, they found that it was him driving up, picking up the check, himself getting back in his vehicle that was only occupied by him, and driving away. There's wow. no planning whatsoever nope. today in these stories. Nope. That's story number That's two. That's you in your car. Yep. That we bought for you. And I then story number three. I know, right? These guys are not smart. And then story number three, an armed robber was caught after he boasted on Facebook about his plans to raid a supermarket in a post that included a selfie, a picture of a knife, and the words, doing whatever the supermarket's name is, over. Police caught him 15 minutes later with a knife and $400 cash stolen from said supermarket. He was jailed for four years. Speaking speaking of internet skepticism, there's got to be a department in, in a lot of police stations where like, all right, let's comb through Facebook today. And then they yep. stumble across it. Oh, come, all right. There actually is. That's so, enough, that's so a, crazy. A city, I think, in Colorado or somewhere near it, like one of those states, that does like this little roulette thing and they live stream it on Facebook. That's and funny. And they get the whole community in on catching felons. That's funny. I'm okay with that. I hey, like that. Hey, if you if you catch someone up the shady business on Facebook, we will make you a police officer for a day. I would totally be paying attention <laughs> to Facebook way more. I'd be like, oh, this guy's up to no good. That being said, Aaron, you're full of great information today, but now the ultimate test. Which of these three stories is from Florida? This is a hard one. They're all pretty pretty on the dumb scale. Yeah, no, they're definitely on the dumb scale. You are not wrong. As McCall said, it's simple, which means it's not. It's super difficult today. Oh.
Oh. At this point, I think it's blind instinct because I think you laid it out right. They're all dumb criminals. I'm going to go with the McDonald's one. Okay. Not even changing out of your uniform, robbing another McDonald's in the, in the city because you know there's 55 in every city. <laughs> McCall, <laughs> is it the McDonald's caper? It's not, Aaron. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That one happened uh, in Texas. Of course. Texas, wow. San Antonio, to be, to be exact. <laughs> all right, Aaron. Thanks for all, right. all the info you provided. Better luck next time. All right, thank you. I'd like to correct myself. It was not the Hamburglar. How do you think you'd do as a police officer for a day, McCall? Not well. <laughs> Ticket, you didn't use your blinker. Ticket, you didn't use your blinker. Ticket, you didn't use your blinker. It's a record day for tickets. Yeah, then I'd have to apologize. <laughs> Aaron had a lot of great stuff. Unfortunately, we couldn't figure out the right answer, which means we got one more crack at this. 50-50 shot. Pair of Aggies tickets. The basketball team taking on Hartford this week. We will get you the game if we can figure out which stories from Florida. 435-787-0945. It's a tough one, but I think we can do it on VFX. Have we established maybe that if you get a pin pal from Florida, and I don't want to group a whole state together, but I'm going to do it anyway. If you get a pin pal and they say they're in Florida, be like, is it yeah. really this bad there? Okay. AJ McCall and VFX. You know, I've got a couple of friends that are from Florida, and oh, I really no. need to ask oh, them. Oh, no. It's your tiny Tim seems pretty normal, right? Yeah. Maybe we just haven't known him long enough. Regardless, 50-50 shot. Now, Isabel, you're going to take crack at this, but I, while we're on the subject, may I ask you, have you ever had a pen pal? I have not. Is it something you feel like you've missed the experience? Kind of. Kind I of. I remember writing a letter in one of my classes, but no, I've never had a pen pal. Stay skeptical, Isabel. What I found out oh, with Florida or not, it's stay skeptical. The internet's not a cool place a lot of the times. Yes, correct. Yeah. And neither is Florida. McCall, recap, please. Okay. Story number two initially. Guy faked his own kidnapping to get drug money from his parents. And the parents said, I think he's possibly faking his own kidnapping. So they set up a video of whoever was coming to pick up the check. It was him. He drove up in his car that they paid for. He got out by himself, took the check, got back in the car. There was nobody else in there. Uh, you'd think, come on, man. I, like, I, I get it. Not everybody's a criminal mastermind, but haven't we all seen enough CSIs to think they're probably going to mark the bills, put up a camera, right. have someone watching? Like, we've all seen enough movies to know what's going to happen. Right. That was you in your car. That we paid well, for, exactly. Well, at least the parents are smart. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Can't say so much for the kid. No. That's story number two. And story number three, an armed robber was caught after he boasted on Facebook that he planned to raid the supermarket in a post that included a selfie. It included a picture of his knife and it included the words doing this supermarket over. Police caught him 15 minutes later with a knife, $400 cash that were stolen from this uh, supermarket. He was thrown in jail. For four years. <laughs> wow. Making it easy. Somebody, somebody just, just commented. On somebody from the police department commented as not themselves. Oh, yeah, bro. Where are you going to be afterwards? Right. We're <laughs> celebrating here. And they're like, oh, perfect. And then they were there. Police department response, LOL. <laughs> right. Okay, Isabel. So we, we got rid of one. It's a 50-50 shot, but it's still tough. Which of those two remaining stories do you think is from Florida? They're both really stupid, so yes. this is hard. Yes, they are. Um, they are indeed dumb. The kid who kidnapped himself and got caught because he was himself, or the criminal who posted everything on Facebook and set a record time of getting caught in 15 minutes. 
I want to say the Facebook criminal. Okay. I'll roll with you. Let's let's do social media. It's dumb. McCall, for redemption here, for Isabel and myself, is it story number three? It is, Isabel. You're going to go watch the Aggies. Is it this weekend? Friday. This Friday. Congratulations. <laughs> that guy's going to need a pin pal. Isabel, don't write. Don't, don't write, write him. Don't, don't do write it. him. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some information from you, okay? Okay. Step aside, Blake Shelton. There's a new sexiest man alive. Why are you laughing at me? It's just the way you deliver that. Oh, well. I think Blake Shelton was still taken aback by the fact that he won. And then people he were was, so and negative. Then he was he's so like, like, I'm the sexiest man alive. People voted for me. Ha ha. Idris Elba is now the sexiest man alive 2018, which, whew, the picture they used for this. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> I think much He's more deserving. He's just so I think stunning. Very deserving in the traditional aspect of Sexiest Man Alive. Yeah. Blake Shelton, no offense, but. Blake Shelton? No offense, like, but. I don't know how to better deliver that. I. Not that I don't think he's funny. I think he's funny, but it's not people's funniest man alive. It's people's sexiest man alive. And sure, humor has a lot to do with it, but like. Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Didn't, uh, I don't know if he's won it. Benedict Cumberbatch has been considered for it before. I think so. I think so. I gotta be honest. He, he's a really good actor. I think he I looks think he's goofy. a really nice person. He's I'm really sorry. <laughs> there are a lot of people that really like him. A lot of people really like, like Tom Hiddleston too. And I just, I can't get I past. I can see it more. No, but, yeah. I just can't get past his like greasy Loki <laughs> look. I can't. I can't get past it. I think he's funny also. I just, I, I can't. I was going to turn it to who McCall doesn't think deserves Sexiest Man Alive. Idris Elba definitely deserves Sexiest Man Alive. I can't alive. believe Michael B. Jordan had one. Maybe it's just not his. He hasn't seasoned <laughs> enough yet. Yeah. By the way, that You're Creed right. movie comes out, I think, this month. It's before the year's over. The second Creed. Okay. Just so you know. Boxing. And for those who, oh, what is Boxing movie, Michael B. Jordan, not going to have his shirt on for a good chunk of the movie. Just FYI. Just FYI. Like, again, the calendar with the Pitbulls thing, not my cup of tea. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to share that joy with the world. Guess who's buying that movie and putting it on repeat? <laughs> so the Chainsmokers are working on a movie based on their song Paris. I guess they issued a statement what? saying, quote, the age of being only a musician is over and we're excited to go all in on this venture to curate, produce, and create meaningful projects. So that's kind of interesting because I think that they can do a lot with that song that's like repeats I mean, over and over and over and over really again. You can't have expectations for it because it's like a three-minute song. So who's right. just, all we like, know is it's in Paris and something about your parents. Your parents. Yeah. Uh, that's all we got. We look great. That's the 411 this hour. All right, McCall. Okay. It's getting to that time of year, I think, where you get home and you want to stay home. And then you maybe make yourself something delectable, something to warm, maybe some soups, some grilled cheese, okay. chicken and dumplings maybe, mm -hmm. something That's that warms your soul. What I make it for dinner tonight, yes. And you find your favorite spot in the house, you just enjoy the moment. Yeah. Come in, you collect a little bit. Yes. You sit down, take a breather. And everyone's got that place. The place... That it's done. Except for you, maybe? At the current moment, yeah. <laughs> McCall's lacking a place. 
Your favorite place to rub it in McCall's face apparently is how this is going to go. We'll see. Maybe just give her more ideas for when her house is done after Ariana Grande in about seven minutes. Now, I don't intend to rub this in your face, McCall. Oh, no. What are you rubbing in my face now? But it is, you know, chilly weather. You look outside now. Looks like it's going to be a lot of clouds today. You're right. AJ McCall at VFX. And so you got to have those places when you get home that are just warm. Right. Warm in temperature, warm in the inviting nature that they are, that you could just relax. Just like your- Have a lazy weekend. Yeah, just like your favorite place in your house. Because I'm very much looking forward to this. I was telling Dustin the other day, because obviously we're in the middle of remodeling our home. We got everything stripped down. So we are at studs in my house. So when I say remodeling- You don't have a favorite stud you like to hang out by? I have one that has my name on it. Dustin wrote it and said, this is McCall's. (laughs) So that's mine, apparently. Oh gosh, I was just kidding. Yeah, I know you were, but for real, we have one that says McCall's Post. (laughs) Nobody likes that stud. It's extra. I'm sure it's covered in glitter at this point. It is, because it's upstairs in my little makeup area that I've been doing makeup videos at, so it is covered in glitter. However, I'm really looking forward to- my big front window. I have a big front window and I'm so excited because I can put my big Christmas tree out there or I can sit in front of it and just like look out. I'm really looking forward to that. Having my, I've got a wood pellet stove. So I'm really looking forward to having the pellet stove going and having my warm, my Serenoni blanket and reading a book and probably having like coffee or chai tea or something. And just like curling up when it's snowy and looking out that window. I'm so excited for that. So <laughs> it's not so much a, a place that you're looking forward to hanging out. It's just a a, a place you're looking forward to existing. Viewing, yeah, existing. I, I'm I excited gonna, I to exist to there. That, but. No, I'm excited to exist there. Exist it is there, the okay. It is the place. <laughs> I'm excited to exist. Yeah. That shouldn't be so weird to you. It's like my favorite. I'm excited because that's going to be my favorite place in my entire house. Right. That and probably my kitchen. Okay, that makes more sense to me. Why? Yours doesn't make sense. Why does my kitchen make more sense? Is this a a joke? Are you bringing up a joke right now? What's my favorite place in the house? I was expecting like, you know, a a comfy living room or like if you had a downstairs basement that was really cool because it was carpeted, it was kind of your entertainment place or an upstairs studio where you do your makeup, like, you know, stuff where you're going to do stuff. And it's not that you can't do stuff with the window, but it's like you're excited to decorate it for other people to see. No, I'm excited to like sit in front of that window. I'm excited to sit in front Just of the window. Out, so pondering where over the time window much sits in the early stop 1900s. It. Stop it. My house has already seen the early 1900s, okay? It existed in 1929. So I'm excited to sit because I think we're going to put a bench underneath that window. Right. And so I can sit on the, this bench and right next to it is this this wood pellet stove. So we'll get the fire going in my house. I'm, I'm just, Sounds like I'm a perfect so excited. place for cats. Yes, I am a cat. Oh, it okay. is the equivalent of a cat. I'm kind that. of sassy, and sometimes if you touch me, I will bite you. <laughs> Why are you laughing right now? Someone riled up the cat. All I know is I see a super fuzzy tail. <laughs> means the cat's not having a good time. 
We all back. We've all seen that video. It's gone viral. The cat is very unhappy with the real estate lady. See, let's and all that's, just take a couple steps back. This this is why I'm excited. And sometimes I even will sit on top of my counter because hello, apparently I'm a cat now. Okay, I gotta be honest. This is not the way I thought. My like, I, I was expecting like a living room with a comfy couch. A workspace. Sure, that that may be your favorite place. I just want to know what's your favorite place in your house because I'm like so hyped about a window. About my living, it's a big front window. Okay, sorry, a people, big window. People get the big front window thing. You can't tell me that they don't. Maybe if I'm you thinking- if you are getting a big front window and you love the big front window thing for your Christmas tree or whatever, please, please call us. Yeah, because this <laughs> this is true. Four three five seven eight seven zero nine four five. Maybe I'm thinking of this too simply because I was thinking living room, office, hangout space. McCall's talking specifically window. Where's your favorite place in your house? Are you in line with what McCall's saying, or does it make you chuck a little bit? Big Four, front three. windows exist, and they love. I'm not saying windows they're don't lovely. Exist. I've seen some big windows. I know they're big. People love big front windows. Ugh. Call me and tell me that I'm wrong. I have a big front window. Do you not love it? No. Why? I'll tell you why. I uh, Actually, I, don't. I was watching a movie yesterday. Remember, remember the 5th of November, and I got creeped out by it yesterday. 435-787-0945. I'll tell you why the big window may be a little overrated in about eight minutes. AJ McCall at VFX. McCall is looking forward to existing next to her super huge window. I don't know why you're so house. surprised by this. It's just not what I expected when I said, okay, let's pick a favorite place in the house. AJ McCall at VFX. And you were like, next to a big window. And well, I was you like, want to know why Why is it your favorite place in your house? Why is, why is it your favorite place in your house? My reasoning is because my big window, I can put my Christmas tree in front of if I want to. I think, unbeknownst to Dustin, we're putting a bench underneath it. <laughs> Because I'm going to sit on it. McCall's made decorating decisions already. Of course I have. Is anybody surprised by this? No. No. I've been remodeling my house for like a year and a half. All I'm saying is the big window might be a little overrated. The big window is not overrated. I have a big window in my front room right now. The only time that the big window is overrated is if it's not well insulated and it's not like a double pane, triple pane window. I don't know any of that stuff. It's oh my gosh. not cooler. Does cold air so come okay. in? No, I think it's okay. Okay, cool. But it's overrated because my window has a great view of Main Street. Woo! And My dog would love that. I live next to a mechanic shop, and yesterday, while watching V for Vendetta, because if you don't, the uh, Norse Fire Party will win, and we can't have that. The mechanic walked out several times and walked in front of my window because it's basically right next to the building. And I was like, all right, sun's down. This tree doesn't need sunlight anymore. Let's blind these up so nobody can look in here. So, no, the big window is sometimes massively overrated. As beautiful as scenery can be when it's raining or when it's when it's windy at night or watching a lightning storm or when snow comes, hopefully not too soon, but it will come for Utah. Watching it fall on the busiest street in Utah that enrages me on a daily basis because there's not enough left turn signals is not something I look forward to existing in front of. Oh. See, I live in the country. So the only traffic that I ever get is like four-wheelers and UTVs. I was expecting you to say cows or horses. No. Cows and horses don't just mosey on through. No. They are kept well in their field, okay? Stop it. Fences are up around the cows and the horses. 
Every once in a while, people will trot along on their horses. <laughs> they go out for a ride with their horses. But usually the traffic that I get, sometimes there's like maybe four cars a day. Probably Woo. like four cars a day. Mostly, though, it's like 15 four-wheelers UTVs. Gotcha. Dirt bikes. Gotcha. All of those kinds of Ooh. fun vehicles. So, just, yeah. Most of the time when it comes to Christmas time, winter time, they're not being used. I was just, I get the beauty, the decorating, the aesthetics of the window. I was not expecting it to be your favorite place. I don't know why. I don't know like, why you're surprised like when I hear by favorite this. Favorite place. I'm like comfy couch in front of my, you know, a TV, you know, a nice chair See, next to and a fireplace. Our, there's our difference. Is that yours is a comfy couch in front of a TV, and mine is the window where I'm looking out on like the world that I live in, and then I have a fireplace right next to me. I'm taking in the moment. Look taking in things. the moment. Isn't it neat? Look at all of the things that I have. Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? My complexion? I said collection. You said complexion. You sound like Ariel from Little Mermaid. You said complexion. Yeah, look at my stuff. Isn't it neat? This is all mine. And I can admire all of the things that I have, like my house and my yard. We'll revisit this in a year when you're done with your house and have had time to I'm going to tell you, the answer is going to be the exact same place. I don't think it will. I think you've just been cramped for so long and really looking forward to having enough space that you're just picturing having a window would be like, oh, there's actually room to move around a little bit. It's warm in here. Look here, Helms. I have windows in all of my rooms of my house. I know. There's windows all over the place. That's not what I'm saying. You're looking forward to having a window because you've been so cramped. You live in a box that has no windows. You live underneath a bridge. (laughs) (laughs) What? I look forward to looking at my That bridge view is the same view I have in my big window. That's why they're overrated. I look forward to having a big, beautiful window that I can... I already have the window. The window's already there. The window has been there since the beginning of time, okay? The window is not a new feature in the home. Well, I mean, the window itself is new because it's nicer. <laughs> doesn't let in as much cold. Oh, Why gosh. are you so surprised? The window's been there since the beginning of time. It has seen things, so it's 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 a double, it's a double thing. It's th- so deep because it sees things and I see things through it. Sometimes, maybe, I think, if I look through the window, I'll see ghosts of the past. <laughs> you laugh about that, but remember, John said that in I the, know, in the I podcast know. we did with him, that occasionally there's these stories of people who I look know. out and just temporarily get a look back in time. But I live in a very, like, my the town that I live in is very historic. There's a lot of... Right, so more horses and cows if you look back in time. Pff, yes, Because less fences. You are correct. Yeah, you're taking it as an insult. My house true is, statement. Side note, my house is like, it used to be like the old general store in that town. Not my house house, but oh, there's like a... seen some things then. Yeah. So there's... It's like the hopping place in the town. So I'm sure I would be <laughs> able to see... a big window! <laughs> I'm going to enjoy that big window. Because uh, the big window concludes... Like, it here's, goes into my living room also. Here's the tour of McCall's house. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there's the fireplace. There's the upstairs studio. The blah, 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 blah. But did you see the window? The window's next to the fireplace. So if you looked at the fireplace and you didn't see the window, obviously you need to get your vision checked. Oh, gosh. What's your favorite place in your house? I say big window. Slightly overrated. McCall wants no. to exist next to a pane I of glass. I love it. It's beautiful. Your- <laughs> Don't you hate on my lovely, happy place in my home? At Utah's VFX, where's your favorite place in the home? And Stay on social media. We're getting ready for the debate today. We're going to pay some respects to things we couldn't do.
Oh, boy. Now, this oh isn't going to be as bad as yesterday when it was like, hey, AJ's a moron. He can't do this, <laughs> and he's afraid of cans. Well, it's not my fault you stick your head underneath oil pans. Not a, not by choice. Uh, it's sort of by choice. But pay our respects to things we can't do in uh, not a, our own smear campaign. That's what we're going to get into for the debate today. We'll explain more in less than 10 minutes. Now, we told you yesterday, as political candidates, we wouldn't lie to you. We'd yeah. be honest about our shortcomings. We have shortcomings, and we were open about it yesterday, though mostly just me. Yeah. Don't worry. I have a plethora of shortcomings as well, so it's fine. <laughs> so for the debate date today, AJ McCloud VFX, sort of, uh, I think, a little bit our shortcomings, but mostly it's more about paying respect for things that... Uh, you didn't realize... It had an eye-opening experience with, I think. Yeah. And it starts with McCall. She did something this weekend she's going to tell us about. Mm-hmm. And we're going to open it up for the opportunity to... Discuss. Shout out. Maybe some uh, unheralded workers. Yeah. People that you respect more now because of maybe an eye-opening experience. Maybe, maybe just... I don't know. Just a newfound respect for people. So we'll get into that a little bit more. McCall, I'll tell you what she... Uh, had an eye-open experience with this weekend, but first, 411. Yes, who is the sexiest man alive? Because he's been named. It is not Blake Shelton. I'll tell you right now. Um, If I had to guess, that's tough. Uh, can I still vote for what's-his-face from uh, Sons of Anarchy? Charlie yes. Hunnam. Charlie yes. Hunnam's his name. You can. You can still vote for Charlie Hunnam. Hooting. You collectively, there are women like, all right, who's AJ going to pick? It's going to be terrible. Oh, yes, oh, AJ. Please. Great pick. Yeah. That I know is what a, I'm talking about. He is I know a great pick. About. He is a great pick. We'll see if I'm right. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for it. Ariana Grande talking about therapy, which is very interesting that she's discussing it. And uh, the chain smokers are doing weird things. <laughs> when aren't they? Yeah. McCall's 411. That is uh, in about seven minutes every hour on the 11th. On VFX, and we'll get into the debate today. Pay forward some respect on VFX. McCall's eyes are open, and now she can see. Not well. AJ and McCall on VFX. Do you need spectacles? Glasses? Uh, my eyes have been tired, so Uh-oh. I don't know where my glasses went. Oh. But that's fine. Uh-oh. What was your eye-opening experience this weekend? So last week, it was like Friday. I got the chance to go and MC Miss Cash Valley. So the the pageant itself was on Saturday, but on Friday we went through the run through. We did everything to practice and make sure that everything went smoothly. Now, I have never been a part of the pageant. Backtrack. I have been a part of a pageant. There was one pageant that I was a part of when I was like three years old, and I ended up winning, even though I was a terror while I was waiting for the judges to come up. And then once the judges came up, I gave kisses, blue kisses, and looked adorable and won because I knew how to work the system. So that that <laughs> happened she won way back crown. when. My khaki is Your what khaki. I called it. My khaki, Tomato Days Princess, two thousand, probably not even that. It was like nineteen ninety seven. So anyway. I went to this pageant, and after watching everything that these ladies do, I have, like, a newfound respect because I could never do pageants. I I just, I couldn't. I wouldn't have the ability to, to walk across the stage and, like, not fall. That's one thing. But to walk across the stage and not fall, to walk across the stage and, like, swimwear, I couldn't do it. I don't know if it's self-confidence issues 
like I'm I I have so much respect for these women that did this pageant this last weekend because I I couldn't do it. Me either. I was so well. I will never be named people's sexiest man alive. I was Curses. I was so nervous going into it because I didn't know what I was doing, and then like seeing everybody. And all of the women and everything that they were doing and how how powerful they were and their their opinions on different political standpoints, because obviously they had their platforms and they had what they believed in and they had what they were standing for. It it makes me so. I don't know, just like admirable for them to be to to do it because I couldn't do it. So McCall's eyes were open and that's a job, a thing that she couldn't do. And that's where we're going with this debate today. What's a job you couldn't do? What's a job you have respect for? At Utah's VFX, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, or you can call 435-787-0945. Tell you what, McCall, after traveling, I could I could for sure check off a few of those that I okay. never want to do. We'll get into those because, you know, you deal with people. Yeah. People, sometimes people great, sometimes pen pals. It's just cynical internet. Sketchy. What job could you not do? And have respect for. That's the debate today. And I'll tell you what I definitely had solidified after traveling worldwide, internationally now. Coming up in about uh, eight minutes for the debate today. Now, McCall, we've used your customer service experience a lot in our show. Yes. Because I have plenty of like it. Like 99% of the time, AJ McCall on VFX, it usually is an example of, man, people stink, this job sucks, yep. that kind of thing. Yep. And I tell you what can be confirmed and... Probably to no one's surprise. I don't know that I would ever want to work at an airline anywhere. No. After traveling internationally, just think about this. When you're flying, maybe there's some initial excitement, right, about where you're going. But for the most part, I think we're all prepared for kind of a not fun experience. Right. Planes are cramped. Everyone's there. You got to make sure to get there. You got to get your suitcase or your luggage taken care of. You got to yeah. get through security. Like, no one's excited normally to go through the plane. And so I feel like the people who deal with, you know, the desk or anything just catch bad attitudes all the time. You know, when I thought about this, I think like I always wanted to be maybe like a stewardess because I thought it would be a neat job. But I see I have a couple of friends that are and they'll tell me just like horror stories. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Well, just throw in that. And then this what, what confirmed it is now throw in the fact that you and customer don't speak the same language. Yeah, oh, yeah. And that was one of the things, like, I tried to keep in the mindset, and I think my group did as a whole, like, patience. But then, you, you know, with your flight, you throw in the time crunch. Yep. The day we left Venice, left Italy, fly back to Barcelona, the boat service went on strike. So we were scrambling to get our way to the airport so we didn't miss our flight, and it was a small airport, so that flight was the only flight for that time. So, yeah, we're, we're a little on the edge a little bit as we're trying to get through everything. A little frustrating. I just think whenever you put, whenever you say I'm gonna, I'm gonna work somewhere where I deal with people who are either hungry or on a time crunch, probably not gonna be the best of people that comes out. No. So pass. Transportation as a whole, I think I'm good. I'm good. I think people as a whole take it for granted. I don't think generally people are very patient. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Ugh. One that I uh will be reminded of every day though is uh, what Ashley does and that's she works with special needs right. kids and I told her that when we first started dating I told her I said I think you do something that I could never do right. it's just uh, I think a difficult situation 
to be in to I think empathically. Yeah. Cuz and I and I just I feel like I would take it home with me and it would just linger and it would weigh on my soul and it would weigh me down more and more each day. But to see the joy she gets from helping the kids that she works with and how much passion she has for it. I think is something I've told her before. The passion we each have for the things that we do is one of the things I think bonds us because we understand when one of us gets stuck at work, we understand why. Right. But she does something I don't think I could ever do. It amazes me every day that she finds such joy and I think it's a light in their lives as much as they are in hers. Yeah, I would I would agree. I don't think that's that's a job that I would be able to do. Um, Lots of comments on Facebook. People saying police officers. Of course. Absolutely. I I say that to Dustin a lot. We'll watch videos. We'll see videos of police officers. I'm like, I can't I couldn't do that. Cause there's such a I I just couldn't. Ditto. Ditto. I mean, we had entered Tiny Tim in. Uh glad to have him back yeah. doing some travel and taking a little time off. Veteran. Bravo to him. Absolutely. Not something I was gonna do. So yeah. What's a job that maybe you found new respect in because you've seen the way that the things that they've had to do, or maybe you've just had like an eye opening experience? Like it all triggered really because, like, this weekend I emceed a pageant and I could never, I could never be in a pageant. Maybe something you actually tried. Yeah. Maybe you got to try for a day, or maybe you had a job and you're like, you know what? I was grossly wrong this is not for me that's the debate today what job could you not do have respect for at utah's vfx join the lots of comments we have on facebook twitter instagram snapchat you can text as well 68255 start your text with vfx what job have you maybe had your eyes open to you just have respect for because you know you couldn't do it aj mccall's debate today on vfx here's a good one came in off twitter steve said uh truck driver wait for your family's have to deal with bad weather. I actually had an ex who had a, a an uncle that did that, and you you throw on top like uh, sometimes boredom, a lot of unhealthy food because you're trying to stay you know quick and, and on the right, road so that you can get get to Takes destination A from from destination A to destination B as quickly as you can, following the rules. There's a lot that really goes into driving truck. You know, meanwhile you're trying to make sure that you're safe. You're trying to make sure that everybody around you is safe. And there are a lot of dumb people yeah, that cut off truck drivers yeah. all the time. Much like if you're someone that cuts off a truck driver, stop. Like, just stop. Yeah. Let's be honest. Much like my uh, story of work airport, right? Wouldn't want to do that. People come up with stripping. Same thing with trucks. People, I think, just have a negative connotation towards trucks. Oh, they're blocking the road. They're going too slow. Right? They're just right? doing their job. They're just doing their job. They're trying to get your food, your supplies your whatever from point A to point B so that you can quit complaining about not having whatever it is at your stores like it's something that people just don't they don't acknowledge they don't appreciate and it just that's something that makes me so angry Dustin's dad drove truck for a long time and it's something that I've come to respect more because obviously I could never do it I I couldn't handle it and don't get me wrong there are bad truck drivers out there but there's bad people in every profession. You can't <laughs> yes. if that's your if that's your argument. Well, I had a cut a truck driver that cut me off the other day. Well, sucks, but they just suck. Like 
Is there a job you ever there's tried? There's some people. There's some people. There's bad people in every single profession, but just because there's one bad person doesn't mean the whole profession's bad. Is there a job you ever tried and you were like, nope, not for me? Uh, I worked at a law office for a little while, Ooh. and I thought I actually could have done things there, but yeah. So I worked at a I worked at a shoe store for a little bit. Worked in retail just for the discount, wasn't it? Just for the discount. Yeah, I think the whole time that I worked there, I think I made like five dollars. <laughs> like I, I spent all of my money on the shoes. But I used to work there, and I couldn't do it full time. I just I couldn't. There's nothing. There's nothing worse. I had somebody steal shoes from me when I was working there, and I remember them, and I remember because I followed them around like a hawk. And the one friend kept trying to cut in front of me, and she would cut in front of me, and then her other friend would... And these girls had to have been 15 or 16 years old. And they stole a pair of Steve Madden boots. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I was so upset because I was like, I caught them. Like, I I knew that they were going to. But the thing is, the way that... I don't know if it's all retail, but this specific store... Uh You cannot accuse somebody of stealing shoes. If what? they take the shoes, you cannot, like, you can't accuse them of taking the shoes. If they take the shoes and they get out of the store, once they get out of the store and into the parking lot, then you can accuse them of taking the shoes. But you can't leave the store unattended. So they, they don't have buzzers at the front of the store that, that say that then? you, I don't know. They don't have buzzers at the front of the store that said that you couldn't. It was very... I don't, it you, sucked. You had you to try and then? you had to try and block somebody from taking shoes, but you can't accuse them of taking shoes, and you can't like tell them to put them back. You can't, huh. according to store policy. And I couldn't do that. I it makes me so furious because I followed those girls around the store. It was literally half an hour or forty five minutes that I was following them around the store, trying to make sure that they didn't take the shoes because they had them. They had the box, but they put back the empty box. They just took the shoes, stuffed them in their purse, and took the box. Wow. Wow. The technicalities behind the sh- really? that is wanted shoes stolen. <laughs> yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Huh. I had a warehouse job that I lasted in for a week. Yeah. I had to put stuff together. It was very mindless. In my brain, I, I just don't do well with that. I don't do well with monotonous and mindless work. Right. My brain wanders. I get bored. I can't do it. That's why I love this job. Because it's always something different. Because it's mostly not monotonous. No. It's never <laughs> monotonous. We pancakes on Friday. Right. <laughs> what job couldn't you do that you have respect for? Maybe you had an eye-opening experience. Is there a job that you try and you're like, this is 100%. Not for Not me. Not for me. That's the debated date. You can uh, jump in Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Utah's VFX. Utah's VFX is AJ McCall. Who's this? Hey, it's Brad. Hey, Brad. What's up, man? All right. I opening experience job that I cannot do. It's not that I cannot do it, but I was unwilling to do it. So when I got into the military, my buddy hooked me up at a job at Osmos Utilities as a pole inspection foreman. So what happens is you um, you work as a 
pretty much a worker for two weeks, and then he gets sent to train and become a foreman. So I worked with, with that for two weeks. And what you do there is you dig down two feet below power poles, and then you drill in and test them to see if they're going bad underneath the ground. I had a 17-year-old on my crew that had back problems if he'd been doing it for three years. So I don't care how much they were paying me. Uh, it wasn't worth me not being able to play with my kids when I get older. Yeah. Yeah, no joke. Yeah. And then what you guys are saying about truck drivers, I am one of those people that cut off truck drivers. After that truck driver, if he cuts me off first, I got a car that'll get in front of him and cut him off. And if you really want to make him mad, because my uncle's a truck driver, I have mad. I have, I have a lot of respect for truck drivers that drive by the law. But when you have a truck driver with a full load doing 95 miles an hour, you're right. I'm gonna get in front of him and slow him down to 70. Yeah. And if they have a newer truck, if the truck comes within 200 yards of any of a car, it will slow the truck down to 60 miles an hour until you're 300 yards ahead of the truck. Hmm. Dang. It's a new safety feature that the new uh, trucks have. And then with the retail stores, the reason why they do that, why you can't intervene when somebody's stealing, is because people, uh, employees have gotten hurt doing that. Yeah. So you have to wait till the person leaves the store and then call the cops. I mean, logically, That's it just makes sense, but based on the way McCaw explained it, it seems like you're kind of you're kind of doomed. Like yeah, they yeah, steal, it, they steal. Yeah. And it sucks because it's like you're just SOL. You can't do anything about it. Yep. <laughs> And you got to hope that you got them on camera, otherwise it doesn't matter anyways. Yeah, and we didn't have cameras either. That was another thing. They wouldn't <laughs> let us have cameras. It was like, what is the whole point? Oh, my God. Jeez, I might go grab me a few new pairs of shoes. Right? <laughs> Today's an important day. Very. For oh celebrities talk about it. Gosh. I've heard McCall talk about it. I've heard B talk about it. It's a very important day. So we're going to put our money where our mouths are. Or should I say our, our lava is. paths is where our mouths are. This is a terrible a grammar sentence. To throw out. Yes. You've got a grammar phrase that's horrible. We're going to give you a chance to win for Lava doing something that we passes. should totally do. We'll explain everything after Marshmallow and Bastille in about seven minutes. We're backing up our words today, McCall. Yeah, we are. AJ McCall at VFX. You've heard us talk about voting all week. You've heard celebrities talk about voting, and we want to put our money where our mouths are. Because it's important, okay? This is a very, very important thing. So, McCall, I'll let you tell them. What, what are we doing? We're going to give you Lava Hot Springs passes. Yes. If. If you go out and vote today. Maybe consider a bribery. We just want to see your sticker, okay? We want to see your sticker that says, I voted. So, on Facebook, Twitter, and, and look, Instagram. You can, you can steal somebody's sticker. You can steal the picture from, from Google, and we won't know the difference. But the point is, you need to go out and you need to vote. You need to make your vo- vote count because it is your right as, as an American. It is your right. It is your privilege. And you need to make your voice heard. Whatever as your opinion may an be. Uh, American, oh, McCall. Uh, American. Whatever your opinion may be. We may be differing on opinions. That's fine. Just make your vote count. Yes. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Utah's VFX. You can post your picture all of those places. Yep. And you'll get entered in, and we'll draw for some Lava Hot Springs tickets tomorrow. And yes, surprise, and maybe, you know, a little bit of bribery to get you out. We're not telling you who to vote for. Just want to make sure everybody's doing it. Right. It's important. Absolutely. You know, it's something that they, I was taught in school. And I spent a lot of time last night doing a lot of research because I have my early vote ballot. It came in the mail. And I spent a lot of time doing a lot of research into each candidate to see who I was voting for. 
You don't have it's to important. vote. You don't have to vote how your mom votes. You don't have to vote how your grandpa votes. You don't have to vote. You vote vote for whoever closely. If you don't know how to vote, let me let me give you a brief brief thing. Vote for whoever closely, most closely lines up with your beliefs because sure maybe there's a possibility there was a study that came out I don't know if you saw this or not there was a study that came out that said there was like 20% of people said that they won't vote this year because there's not a candidate that stands 100% with each of their beliefs and that's not okay like I get that but I don't know that that's ever going to be the case no you're never going to the only time that somebody's going to fully 100% stand in your beliefs in every single camp is if you run yourself yeah. So so go yeah. and vote for somebody behind. who who closely lines who most closely lines up with whatever your belief system is. Show us those stickers. Yep. I voted at Utah's VFX Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That'll get you entered in. Tomorrow we'll draw for Lava Hot Springs tickets. I want that song as my political song. That's gonna be a song I run during my campaign. High hopes. Again, I told you. Usually, whenever anybody uses music. The artist reaches out and is like, no. Now, Brandon, Brandon Yuri and I are tight. But how be great cool. would it be? Because then Brandon Yuri would be reaching out to you. Yeah, exactly. Ah. AJ and VFX. End game. Voting is important. It is important. Whether it's now for the election or when iPod Idol comes back. It's on its season break yes. right now. And I was thinking about this. I don't know that there's any vote I've ever won minus the times that I've won iPod Idol. <laughs> I don't have the experience of Miss Tomato Princess over the way. Tomato days, please. Sorry, I forgot Don't days. disrespect my crown. I think Tomato Princess is more impressive than Tomato Days. Tomato Days sounds limited. Tomato Princess sounds like you're princess of all tomatoes. I was like the mini Tomato Days Princess. Got it. I was so proud of that stinking pipe cleaner crown. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I Seriously, I think I was like a year and a half or two years old when I ended up winning it i was little and if you missed it mccall said she won it earlier because and i quote i knew how to game the system i did (laughs) it's not a lie i knew exactly how to game the system i was not nice i was throwing a fit i was throwing a tiff my mom was just like i'm gonna have to take her off the stage this is embarrassing she's sitting over here and she's kicking and crying and wailing and whatever and being snotty and then the judges come up and I start waving and blowing kisses and I'm just so cute then I won that's why just remember that next time because I was call, adorable just remember that next time a call to tell you something you want to hear but like gosh she admitted though she knows how to game the system oh please if you don't clearly you haven't been around for very long <laughs> Regardless, the important thing to take away from all of the shenanigans that just happened is vote. Show us your I voted stickers. That can win you Lava Hot Springs tickets. We're giving away tomorrow. Yes. It's very, very important to make your vote count. AJ and I have discussed this at length before. Yes. Your vote is important. Whatever you stand for, stand for it. So join the cliche of people that post when they vote because it is important. And if you want to come up with something more creative, McCall and I have already seen a few different selfies today go ahead you can do that too but facebook show us. twitter instagram at utah's vfx show us you voted it could win and it's very important yep that's what you need to do yep it's your right to party oh well yeah but it's your civic duty it is your civic duty vote show us your stickers at utah's vfx all social media
No tricks, no games for Facebook Roulette. Call it reverse Facebook Roulette if you want because you do have a chance to win a prize. But just very importantly, go vote. You need to go and vote. I don't think I can stress it enough. I know people are like, quit shoving it down my throat. Well, go vote and then I'll stop. Let's not forget the mayor from Joss is still the mayor of Joss too. And he didn't care about the public safety. Got to go vote. Let us not forget there was that mayor in Florida that was the mayor for 20 years, 20 years that was saying he would trade things for speed bumps. 20 years. Go vote. Don't forget about the one that broke into the house after taking drugs. Yeah. He had been in for three terms. Go vote. It can when you lava hot springs tickets. Just show us your I voted sticker. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Utah's VFX. All you got to do, and that'll get you in for the drawing we do tomorrow. Yep. Piece of cake. If you missed some calls, 411, you need to go back and check out anything in the show that you missed, utahsvfx.com. Also very important, the AJ and McCall Show, iPod Idol, Wallets in its season's break, Drop the Mic Podcast. You can listen and download those from Google Play, yep. iTunes, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn, or Stitcher, and Spotify. Yep. And we're also on YouTube. Challenges, dares, me doing... Voiceover for McCall's makeup. It's great. Search for at Utah's VFX on YouTube. We are all over the place. We're trying to be. Make sure to go vote and until tomorrow for AJ and McCall. Don't do anything we wouldn't do and, and vote. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.